Hi everybody, welcome to episode 4 of Entrepreneur's Survival Guide. Can't believe we're already at episode 4. In today's episode we're going to look at um, is the battles not being won um, based on price. So for those that have been watching the news recently and well not even recently but over the last year or so, even possibly two years, you would notice that there's a lot of stories about high street stores closing and they're closing based on the internet winning. And a lot of people think this is based on price. Um, but I want to tell you a little story about a recent experience of mine because I think that the experience will really highlight probably a lot of what we experience on you experience on the high street every time you go down shopping. So my wife and I we were looking to buy a holiday. And um, we've not been on holiday for a couple of years, so I was really excited about it. And for those that know me, will know that I love, love searching the internet for these kind of things, gadgets, gizmos, um, where I'm gonna try and find the absolute best deal. I wanna find um, something that feels like I'm getting something um, of great value. So it's not necessarily about price, but I want to kind of get a four-star hotel at a three-star hotel price or what my baggage included in my, my um, actual flight. And so I'll search for hours and hours and hours, just trying to find that special package. Now, my wife, Kelly, she's a, an amazing person, but searching for holidays is not her cup of tea. So we'd gone for a couple of nights searching and discussing and really wasn't clicking with something that had actually worked for us that we were really excited about. So Kelly came up with the idea of going down to the high street We'd never been into a travel agent to purchase a holiday before. We'd always purchased off the internet. And I thought, okay, fine. It feels like quite a nostalgic, romantic idea to go back to the high street, go into a travel agent and really um, experience somebody specially shopping for us. So I think one of the things when you're looking for these kind of purchases, whether it's a car, a house, whatever, you know, a big purchase, you want an expert, you want somebody who um, understands you, who wants to find you a special deal, wants to make you feel specially important. There's some basic human uh, emotions that we want to feel at all times, really. We want to feel special and important and wanted. And we also want to feel certainty and we want to feel connection and we want to feel contribution. There's a lot of things that we want to um, feel. The six basic human needs that Tony Robbins talks about, and if you've not looked at those, I really recommend having a quick Google search for them, but I go off the point. So when we're shopping, when we're looking for a big purchase, we want to go into somewhere and we're not necessarily, depend on your customer profile, shopping on price. We Price might be one element of it, but really we're always looking for value. Now, value can be very different depending on the kind of person you are. Well, Ultimately for Kelly and I, um, and a lot of us when we go shopping, we want to feel special and important by the person that's serving us. So anyway, we went to the um, Into store in Derby, a, a big shopping center, and we found a travel agent, which will name nameless for the sake of this video. And as we walked through the big shopping center, it's coming up to Christmas, so it's massively busy. And we walked in, and as we walked in to this, um, glass-fronted estate agents. There was three desks on my left and three desks on my right. And then at the end of the corridor, there was the Bureau de Change, a quite standard setup, I think, from travel agents these days. Obviously in the window, there was loads of special deals that made it look like you was gonna get something fantastic. 
as we walked in, um, all the sales assistants were ladies on this occasion. Um, there was three on the left, they were serving customers, and there was one on the right. And the lady in the bureau had changed behind some glass. So she made eye contact with us straight away. Um, I was feeling slightly apprehensive. I wasn't really sure what to do and uh, where we should go and do you go and uh, to take a ticket and wait for somebody to serve. Um, Kel was also feeling a little bit anxious because she's never asked somebody to do shopping for a holiday for us as well. But at the same time, there's this excitement, this anticipation of, of what we might be able to actually get from the travel agents as well. So as we walked in and those were busy, so they obviously didn't look up or anything. Um, there was a lady, she was sat at the back, the back of the actual store. And the lady in the bureau had changed, made eye contact, but didn't actually say anything because um, I believe it was because the for her to say hello would mean she'd have to shout through the bureau to change and that would be a bit disruptive for the whole shop in essence wouldn't it so you would for me personally i think um the lady at the back on the right should have been sat at the front so she's there ready to welcome people as it come in but she wasn't head down in the computer tapping away um so kind of like unsure what to do do a creep for do a say hello can i ask for help um we decided to start kind of creeping forward, Kelly and I, and taking little baby steps right forward each day, um, until we kind of came into not her personal space. <laughs> we didn't get that. We didn't get that close. We kind of creeped towards her desk, um, a bit like walking up to a reception desk, really. Um, but I felt like I was interrupting her day. I felt like I was interrupting whatever work it was that she was looking to do. Um, so that felt a bit weird as such. Um, well, as we got into her radar and we got into her space, we uh, she looked up, she smiled quite warmly, uh, welcoming, um, kind of said hi, but nothing more. Um, so I kind of led the conversation, I was like, hi, uh, my, my wife's looking to buy a holiday and um, if you can make her happy, I'll be really happy as well. Uh, you know, happy wife, happy life and all that. Um, and she's going to her. Um, there wasn't really any kind of like, signage from her signposting from her to say hello welcome to travel agents or us that's a made up name um not a problem i'm happy to help i'm sure we can find you the perfect holiday today if that's what you're looking for if you'd just like to take a seat um i'll be more than glad to help it was kind of more of a body language gesture to sit down so um we sat down and she started to take transactional style questions as what i um label them as i guess you know what date would you like to go where would you like to go um what airport are you flying and um she started tapping away on the keyboard again you know clink clink clunky um oh okay looked at the screen and, and she's on a um, popular um package holiday website not one that her travel agents um not her travel agents company's website but um, an independent one and I was like, well, I've looked at them and um, they're not the cheapest um, by any means and not the best by any means. And then she just turned and she said, there's no flights out. She's <laughs> not in that voice. <laughs> there's no flights out on the date that you've asked for. And so straight away, imagine as a customer, I was being told I was wrong because I was being told that what I'd asked for isn't possible. Um, and I said, well, you're wrong. I'm, I'm afraid there is. And, she, and so she tapped away again 
and then she looked at a, another website she goes oh it's just this company that's not flying out and that's like right okay so we've done a massively in-depth check there really and then she just tapped on again another competitor's website which they can arrange um, holidays for I guess um, and then she says right I got this option she's like right well we've just seen that option available online cheaper oh okay and there was no internal searching I, I know a lot of travel agents have their own internal systems different ways of looking at things there was no dream building in this process so um, when was the last time you went on holiday what are you really looking for on your holiday you, I'd see your son's going with you I'm sure he's really excited about your holiday now dream building as we used to call it is what helps get a, a customer or a client whichever terminology you use to get excited and to get emotionally engaged with the actual sale once somebody's emotionally engaged with it they're probably going to be willing to spend more than their budget particularly if value comes into it as well and you know imagine if car set you just think back potentially of over any purchases you made where you've gone over budget what was it the salesperson did that enabled you to go over your budget and accept that and it will probably be around you were um, felt wowed by the experience you had an emotional a positive emotional reaction to the situation and they anchored in they associated amazing feelings with that purchase and if it's going to make our life better going to make us feel amazing it's going to give us a brilliant experience whatever sort of emotion is important to you which they should have found out through a fact find situation if they then connect the sale to that then you're going to be willing to spend over budget somehow or in some way you're going to be willing to compromise on what you're willing to invest in that whether it's time money um yeah, time or money i guess <laughs> um so kelly looked rather flawn and, and disappointed really um and i kind of beckoned her out and we, we, we thanked the lady for a, 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 a time and there was no kind of trying to hold us back trying to say well actually just give me a minute more I'll be able to find something for you she couldn't really hook us in with anything or handle our objections because except for knowing the destination of where we wanted to go where we wanted to set off from how long we wanted to go for on the dates she didn't really know how important this holiday was to us now this this holiday is really important to us because we've not had a holiday abroad for a couple of years um so we're very excited about it and it's very important for us that we get the right place and have a brilliant time if she, she'd got all those then she could have really hooked us in to stay in more but she didn't know our wants our needs our desires so she had to let us go um so it's a very transactional process in the travel agents. Now we went to another travel agents. This was a um, single company as such. It wasn't a, um, a travel agents that works with loads of different um, holiday providers. It was one that has its own brand, um, its own package holidays. As we walked in, everybody was busy. That's a really good sign, I guess. Um, head down, tapping away at computers again. Notice not much eye contact with people, which was a bit concerning. Um, there was no seating area, no waiting area. There was like a wooden bench to my right hand side. Again, it was this kind of um, desks down the left and desks down the right. And we kind of just stood at the end 
waiting, um, which felt rather awkward, um, really, to be honest, because it was a very small shop. Anyway, after a few minutes, Kelly, I kind of said, come on, Carl, I'm not one for hanging around, I expect to be served immediately. I don't know why. Uh, or quick, or responded to, or engaged um, with when I walk into a shop. And we start, as we started to go walk out, a lady looked up and said, we won't be long. Now I responded with, well, kind of in the process of moving out now. So what happens is once the brain has given some action to the body, it normally has to follow out that process. Um, a great way of testing this is if, you, if, somebody, if you're sitting in your living room and somebody's walking through to the kitchen uh, for some reason, if you ask them to make you a cup of tea while they're going through to the kitchen, the brain finds it very difficult to stop the process. You've embedded an instruction within the process that, that we're already doing, and the brain finds that very difficult to stop. So once the, the once the body and the brain's in motion on an instruction, it's very difficult to stop it. So I just turned and said, um, we'll pop back later when you're a little bit quieter and continue to walk out. And again, they lost a potential large sale there. If when we'd walked in, somebody just quickly looked up and said, hi, we're really busy. Um, if you wouldn't mind just waiting there, somebody will be with you as soon as possible. Then again, that's kind of an, an instruction to us and we'd have felt more comfortable, we'd have felt wanted by the company, we'd have felt noticed. Nobody wants to feel ignored, right? Think these stories, this story that I'm telling you, I want you to kind of pick up on some of the points of the customer experience that could be quickly solved with little or no investment. It's not cost exercises. Now, so travel agents was out of the question, feeling a bit disappointed, but also feeling, um, Kind of like well actually what we've seen online is probably the best that we're going to get um we're not going to be treated anything different in a travel agent so we felt better about the purchase online that was pretty cool um christmas is coming up and we wanted to buy a sound bar from my son and um kelly said again um, a great idea of us a fantastic idea why don't we go into this specialist hi-fi shop and i said yep fab we're gonna go and talk to him see if we can get uh, a good deal now, when it comes to hi-fi and sound, that is particularly one area where I'm willing to spend to get the quality. Um, so if somebody tells me um, about the speaker setup or the sound quality or the sound processing, whether it's Dolby DTS, uh, uh, Atmos, all these different kind of stuff, I'm probably going to be willing to put my hand in my pocket and get my credit card out. No worries at all, even though it's not for me. <laughs> so. We get to the hi-fi shop. It's a long, really long, narrow shop, this one, um, with some stuff in the window, as you'd expect. At the end of these hi-fi shops, or somewhere in that, these hi-fi shops, they normally have a demo room. And this one, it happens to be at the very, very far end. I'm thinking at least 25 foot away. And we walked in. It was a, uh, there's nobody else in the shop. And <laughs> I looked all the way down to the end of the corridor. Um, and there was a lady sat down watching telly. The, the one staff member that was in, she was sat down watching telly. So there was this massive distance again, um, where we kind of felt in no man's land. It felt awkward, it, it felt uncomfortable. You can just imagine um, how it felt while whilst we waited to kind of meet in this middle, uh, not some kind of dirty dancing kind of scene by any shape of imagination. Um, and she was wearing a fleece, um, 
she looked a bit unhappy that we kind of interrupted a, a television program for starters because body language is is massive right um i hope i'm giving off the right signals during this um podcast and video so um we meet in the middle and she says how can i help there is no wow greeting there was no sign of um excitement that i was there as a customer there was no um engagement no rapport no connection of, of making us feel special and wanted as a customer in fact actually i felt like i'd interrupted her day um from where she'd come from in in the shop and also her tonality um i was talking to some clients the other day and, and they were talking very much about this i want to say i don't want to say british mentality but it does happen a lot in shops that as customers, we should be grateful for the staff turning up for their jobs as opposed to the staff uh, staff being grateful we've turned up as customers. Um, and this is something I've come across time and time again um, on our high streets. And we need to think about how do we change that mentality? Um, and how can we bring that mentality online? If you're an online um, business or you're a service provider, most of your people are finding online now, right? So how can you make people feel special and wanted online anyway back to the shop I, I digress um, and we said we're looking for sandbars right. um, have you seen anything yeah I've seen a couple of iron bars and she just went kind of pointed down actually to the water shelf at that point um, they're what we got right okay she didn't ask what was our budget she didn't ask have we seen any uh, um, any special deals online? She did not ask, um, what's it for? Who's it for? What kind of connections do you want? Are you looking to play music for you through it? Is it for gaming? Is it for television watching? Is it for Netflix? Um, what kind of room size is it going into? Um, how long is you, you know, is it a present? And if it's a present, how excited are they about it? So there's lots of questions um, that they could have asked us, really. Um, Kel said before we go, we've, we've seen that you can get 10% extra um, at the present moment because it's Black Friday um, online. Uh, and she just nodded at us and went, um, so 10% online. And eventually she then went, yeah, you can get that in the shop as well. Right. Okay, the models that we're looking at down there, they were way out of our price range. There is stuff in between. It wasn't that we was on a budget massively that we was looking for something that they didn't have in shop. So we walked out of there again. So what does all this tell us? Okay, so some fundamental human needs. We, um, we want to feel special. We want to feel important. When it comes to purchases, we want to feel like we're getting value for our money. That doesn't mean the lowest price. Value is benefits over price. So if the benefits stack up enough, then the price will be outweighed. Now the benefits need to be specific to the customer and their wants and desires, not generalized benefits. And that's why the questioning is so important. Now, in conclusion, this is why I believe the high street is losing. It's not necessarily based on price. Price plays a part, but it's not the fundamental thing. If I'm going into a shop online, I expect a better service. I want a wow customer experience. I want to feel like the most important person in the shop. 
I want to feel special. I want to feel like they're going out of their way to find something for me, to help me, and that um, I'm really wanted in the shop. I want to feel like I've just walked into a shop where my best friend is now trying to help me um, find my purchase. They're not selling to me, they're helping me, which is what true sales is all about, right? Um, and which I strive to do all the time. I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but if, if we can't do that wow customer experience, we can't surprise and delight our clients, our customers face-to-face -face in shops, then the customer, the client is left with one option. And that is to compare based on price and convenience. Now, convenience straight away, this online's gonna win, right? Because uh, I've not got parking, I can get it delivered next day. I know it's gonna be ordered. I've not got the hassle of going downtown. Um, and then the price I can just shop around. If I know, I feel when I go into a shop, I'm gonna get a great experience um, somebody's got my best interests at heart and they're going out of the way to support me and help me. I'm probably going to go out my way to go down and see the shop. And if imagine if I'd gone into that travel agency and they gave me an amazing experience. I'd never shop online again because I knew the face-to-face -face was different. So the high street has to um, differentiate itself, not based on price, but based on customer experience and surprising, delighting customers. We have to up our customer service game. We have to up our sales game and we need to invest in that. What can the online providers, service providers, B2B businesses learn? What can I learn from this? Um, that online, we need to um, give wow experiences to keep up with the game. We need to keep uh, constant and never an improvement. Kaizen, there's, um, the Japanese philosophy, constant and never an improvement. We need to think about that. What is our online experience like? Are we taking the person step by step through? Now, depend on your product or service, you need to first of all, understand who your client is. And this is the big learning. Customers on, in the shops on the high street, they need to understand that customers going down are potentially um, looking for something different that we've mentioned. Um, if, for example, you need to categorize your clients. You need to segment your clients to understand what is really important to them. Is price really important to them? Is value really important to them? Is um, convenience really important to them? Is um, confidence and certainty really important to them? And different customer profiles will have different wants and needs. And once you understand that, and once you've segmented your customers, then you can position your business online or offline to match that. When you match that and fulfill that in the customer's eyes, then they're going to um, buy quicker, buy more and repeat purchases. Now, that's why I'm so passionate about helping people um, start to segment their customers. And that's why I've produced a free guide called the Client Profile Creator. I used it with some clients the other day, actually. It was fantastic. They, um, they got three categories of customers. Um, they're doing clothing. And it was really awesome because the free customers have got three different needs, wants from the fashion, from their clothing. And by understanding that, and by understanding they, where their customers shop, what they want, how they want it, the price points, we're able to tailor all the marketing, all the messaging 
to resonate with that customer so it builds an instant connection instant rapport um, and that's really well and it also helps us put ourselves in the customer's shoes so that we know how to support and help even more um, I know I've waffled on a little bit during this episode but in essence I want you to realize that you can group your customers each customer is individual but you can group them into important segments then you can position your business based on that not everybody's looking on price but everybody wants value value is specific to them it is benefits over price stack up the benefits enough price becomes relevant um, i look forward to seeing your next episode thank you very much for your time bye bye